This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, is this the Settle Bruce hotline? Uh, this is Dave White from 80s Reboot Overdrive and a longtime listener, first-time caller. Um, just wanted to uh, give you a quick call and uh, just say, hey, you know, I'm very proud to say that I was uh, born in the USA. Uh, but I think that even if I was born somewhere else, I think you'd still cover me. And um, I think as they always said, I think it was down in Darlington County, um, you know, that you can't always be working on the highway. Uh, sometimes you got to go on that downbound train. But since this is kind of a celebration message for your 100th episode of Set Lessing Bruce, I got to tell you that I am just happy that 80s Reboot Overdrive helped give you the uh, the mechanism to start down this road of such a great podcast. So I'm on fire. And I just know that you're going to be taking over as podcast king like there's no surrender. But I was having this conversation with a good friend of mine, Bobby Jean, and I said that you were a better podcaster than her. And she says... I'm going down. So in my in my world, I know that those are you know that she's looking to have a little uh, you know fight with me, and I, I really don't do that now that I grew up. You know that was back in the, gl- the glory days was when we used to have fights like that. Um, you know in my youth when we used to go dancing in the dark. At least that's what they did in my hometown. Anyway, Jesse, just wanted to say congratulations for uh, your 100th episode of Sublessing Bruce. And, uh, you know, for those of you that get the opportunity, check out 80s Reboot Overdrive on uh, Southgate Media Group. Welcome to episode 100 of Set Lusting Bruce. I'm not your normal host. I'm Rob Southgate. I am here interviewing Jesse Jackson. Jesse, congratulations. 100 episodes. I hope everyone out there is clapping for you. Well, thank you, Rob. And I I owe it all to you and Martha for supporting me and loving me. I, I still tell the story that I I reach out to you, hey, I think I want to do a Bruce Springsteen podcast, and you're like, okay. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> well, I think what we told you is, Jesse, you've got a home here, and we love you. So whatever you want to do, it's good with us. 
And uh, that still remains today, obviously. I mean, anytime you say anything, you know, you wanted to do something about American gods. Yeah, well, it's done. Let's lock it in. Uh, you wanted to do how many? Done. Locked yeah. in. Whatever you need. So, Jesse, we're just so proud to have you as part of our network. We love having you here. And Set Lusting Bruce, it stands tall. Uh, you know, it has. Uh, you know, I was really proud that we got nominated for last year for a People's Choice Award. We ended up being in the middle of the um, ballot to kind of, you know, the running. We didn't, we weren't last in the voting, but we weren't in the top, you know, couple. But um, I, you know, I thought we did really well and we made no, the network proud. Show. And so I'm excited about that. And we're hoping to get nominated again this year. I've done all the paperwork that needs to do. and Very uh, good. Yeah. Um, you know, I love talking Doctor Who with Charles and I love talking American Gods with Wendy and Shannon and Christine and, you know, Junior and Bob and I have a lot of fun on how many and, you know, Phil's invited me and, you know, all you all there's so many great people in the network that have me join them. But Set Leslie Bruce kind of feels like my baby. It, it yeah. just is something that's just so special to me. Well, and, and you do such an awesome job. You know, I, I actually interviewed you. I think it was your premiere, like, Meet the Host episode. It was. And back then we talked about not only, like, how is this going to work, but we also talked about, like, doing these, you know, extra things and having yeah. these episodes where you, you know, talk about other bands. And, you know, I got to say, Jesse, you've done an excellent job of not only – doing you know the basic ideas of you know hey you're on episode 100 now of uh of the standard show plus all these extra shows but you've done this awesome job of, of things like your cage match episodes your love street episode you've done some special things that reach out to the community that support people and pour love out that way too and that's something that's super important to Martha and I. So I want to commend you on that, too. I mean, you've gone way above and beyond 100 episodes, and it's all love. Yeah, it, you know, this is a, definitely a labor of love. And I I certainly want to thank the Bruce Springsteen community. Um, they have been incredibly supportive and in sending me a lot of love and um, I'd like a few more reviews and ratings, but maybe I'm being just greedy. Uh, no, but... actually, you know what? We, we can address that for a second because yeah. that's something I rarely get to talk about. Uh, and th this is true of all, not only our podcast, not only Set Lusting Bruce, but shows like this in general, or even if you're like a YouTube fan, that is one of the best things you can do. If you enjoy this show, go on and rate it and review it because here's what happens. And this is what people I don't think understand. They think, Oh, I listen. I like it. Yeah. It doesn't put any money in anybody's pocket, but if you rate and review, if enough people do it and it doesn't take that many, all of a sudden you start getting more prominence on iTunes, more prominence on Google play and more people then start hearing what you're doing. And it just feeds on itself. You like the show. Why not tell everybody in the world you like the show? And, and that's something that, that even like within our own network, you know, people don't quite understand it. I know you do yes, <laughs> because you post it all the time. This is, here's a little, you know, pull back the curtain. You post it and I understand it, obviously. In fact, uh, 
if you want to know my trick, Jesse, yeah. and this might be something you can incorporate, whenever I go to somebody's house that I'm pretty friendly with, you know, cousin, yeah. parents, I grab their phones and I go <laughs> on and I rate and review oh. uh, a bunch of shows. Uh, not only ours, but like friends of ours. Yes. You know, people that, because we have a lot of friends that have great shows and I'll, I'll rate and review those too uh, because it matters. I can't do it from mine because then it pops up and says, you know, Southgate Media Group right. likes Southgate Media Group. That That's cheesy. Yes. But this this shows that like, hey, I already know you're listening to the show. I'm going to I'm going to give a little love out there. So there's there's a pro tip for you, Jesse. Well, thank you, Robin. It's true. I you know, it is something I try to do. Um, we talk about it among in our kind of Facebook page. I'll mention like if I have not given you guys a rating, let me know. So I will. And um, because and we are definitely getting behind the curtain. But when people do searches you know, when you do a Bruce Springsteen podcast, Bruce Springsteen sings the alphabet, Bruce Springsteen song of the week, you know, these other podcasts come ahead of us because they have Bruce Springsteen in the title. Well, you know, set listing Bruce is my brand and I'm happy with it. And we certainly say a Bruce Springsteen podcast. But if we had more ratings and more reviews, the analytics and the kind of search engine that's built into iTunes would give us a bigger thing and the idea is I want people to hear the show and also selfishly I want people to find it so they'll reach out to me so they can share their story right right it gives you more content yes and and let's face it like we have uh we were just with a friend the other night who has seen Springsteen a number of times in Chicago yeah and uh I, I we mentioned it to him again. I said, "Why don't you, you know, go on set listing yeah. Bruce?" He's like, "Oh, I'm going to have to reach out to him." You know, it, it, those are and that's what your show is based on. It's it's those stories and it's that passion. That's why I love it so much. I've told you before, I'm not necessarily a Springsteen fan, so I'm right. probably getting booed right now. I like him. Yeah, it's not one of my go-to's, uh, but I can appreciate the passion so much. You know, if you said you were into Kanye West, I'm definitely not into that. But, right. hey, man, if you're completely passionate about it, go for it. That's awesome. And, and I mean, this there's there's so much positivity around this that uh, how can you not love it, you know? Yeah, and, you know, I was really honored um, a couple weeks ago, the guys from Rocking the Suburbs that used to be the USA Today Dad Rock podcast, and they've now kind of spun out on their own, had me on the show, and we talked a couple episodes. We talked about um, my fight with cancer and then me going to see Bruce in Austin and the story behind that. And, you know, they were very kind, and it is it is true. You know, there are other podcasts that focus on Bruce's songs and doing reviews, and those are all interesting, but I... My true joy is talking to a casual fan or a passionate fan and talking about how this love of music has helped their life and and got them through tough times or helped them celebrate. And I do give you a lot of credit, Rob, because when we originally talked about this, you said, you know, Martha and I have a, a lot of these things you're talking about about Wilco, correct? Uh, yes. Love yeah. Wilco. And he, you, you are the one that said, you know, maybe you could talk to people about other bands and the same thing. And that's where the B side episodes come from. Right. And, which I absolutely love. 
love that yeah and so we have and and so i'm kind of talking to i you know linda and i were just in new orleans to celebrate um our wedding anniversary and my birthday and i talked to all these new orleans magician musicians and i'm like hey you want to be on my podcast we can talk about music and um we have you know we are planning to have a guy coming up that was fighting cancer and at the same time brian wilson released smile you know his yeah. famous un you know kind yeah, of yeah. lost album and he said smile got him through a lot of his cancer so we're going to tell that story um, wow oh i can't wait to hear that one yeah and um i'm i'm trying to work with um john who was really nice and when david bowie passed away he was on the show well he has a pretty strong political background and i said would you want to come and talk about rock and roll and politics and how, you know, this is his, you know, the sixties and, you know, Ronald Reagan and born in the USA and all these different things. And he, John is working on his schedule so we can do that. So fantastic. I, you know, that's one of the blessings I have being part of you and uh, Martha's network and y'all's family, and I do feel like it's a family. Is you yeah, let us? We we definitely look at yeah, it that way. <laughs> yeah, you 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 give us a lot of creativity and and you know a leash to say, go, go be passionate, go explore these things, and and we it will find an audience if you do yeah. good content, you will find an audience. Yeah, if it's if it's honest and true and passionate. You know, as long as it's not filthy, we're all about it. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yes. And I mean, it even holds over with, with Doctor Who. I mean, we, your, your Doctor Who show, there's so much passion in that. Yes. You know, you definitely hear it. Um, yeah. I mean, we could we could keep beating on this all night, but okay. the bottom line is we just really enjoy having you and love this show. Thanks. Love it. So, Jesse, out of all this time, it's been 100 episodes. Give me a couple of standouts. What's a couple of episodes that you go like, oh my gosh, I'm so pleased with this one. So there are a few, and um, I especially like when Jay Armstrong, who's a um, high school English teacher, he teaches um, honors English, um, joined me and we broke down Thunder Road Comparing yeah. it to a road less traveled. I, you know what? I loved that. And loved it. Yes. And, you know, and he asked the question at the end, does Mary get in the car? And I had never thought of that question before. And, um, and so now then I, I think, because as he said, he doesn't think Mary does get in the car. He think Mary is too afraid to make that choice and that the protagonist Bruce or whatever the singer decides to go on without him her um I being an optimist and a romantic believe she does get in the car I don't know if they live happily ever after but I think they are at least trying yeah um so that was one of my favorites it'll make a great sequel when they finally do that you know absolutely um and as a tie-in um Karen Lindsay, who we both love, um, you know, does the Phantom Zone with Charles and um, just one of the sweetest people. She used to do the Castle podcast with me. Uh, well, there was a guy that wrote a column that gave Mary's side of Thunder Road. 
Um, and it was a hilarious column because, you know, she's talking about why is this guy obsessed with this car? And it was a really funny column. And I reached out to him and I said, would you mind if I had someone read the column and then I'll edit in Thunder Road to kind of hear the discussion? And he said, I would be so honored. And so um, that happened just a month or so ago. And and it was it's a short episode, but it's a funny episode. And Karen did such a dramatic reading on this that it was just something pretty special. Yeah, we listened to that on a road trip, and we had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on that one, Jesse. So uh, go what ahead. else you got? Okay, so here are the two, and I'm going to give a shout-out to my brother-in-law, uh, Clayton. He's the one that first brought up this, and um, we do it slightly tongue-in-cheek, but – uh, at the beginning of this year, it, within a span of like a month, we had the father and the co-writer of the book, Juniper, the girl who was born too early. And that episode, they told the story of their daughter was born premature and that she they played a lot of Bruce Springsteen music and they read Harry Potter to her. Ah, and okay. she's now eight or nine. And when she had the opportunity at a Bruce Springsteen book signing, um, she, you know, you get your six seconds with him and there's a picture. And afterwards um, they asked Juniper, did it bother you? You didn't get to spend much time with Bruce. And she said, no, he knows me because he wrote me all those songs. Oh, <sighs> And then the other story. Oh, you're killing me I know. with that one. <laughs> uh, the other, and here's one that will make you definitely, um, if you're a parent, uh, cry, is um, J.K. Rollins read this story, and she reached out, and you know, Juniper's parents come home one day, and there's a package from England, and J.K. Rollins had sent them a full set of Harry Potter novels all autographed to Juniper, the girl who lived. Oh, you're killing me, Jesse. You are absolutely <laughs> killing me. Yes. So, um, so tongue in cheek, um, Bruce's music helped someone live. So that's miracle number one. <laughs> then yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say tongue in cheek. I think that is the yeah. type of thing that, that is special. And yeah. I, I agree that, that it, it's the it shows the power of music. Yes. And the power of of fandom yes. actually too. So a couple weeks later I talked to Jamie from Australia and you know one of the blessings Rob because of the internet and because of Skype and because of Zencaster and and you know this ability you know I've talked to fans all over the world. Um, we have a little trouble with time zones. <laughs> you know, we got to figure out, okay, uh, let's do a four o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, which will be like in, you know, their Sunday morning. But, you know, we work sure. it out. So Jamie had told the story. Her son, Adam, was born with severe mental uh, handicaps. Um, okay. A lot of. And so he was three or four and he has never spoken, just grunts. And she was so frustrated one day, she got in the car, and she drove, and a Bruce Springsteen CD happened to be, and she looked in the rearview mirror, and Adam was nodding his head to the music. Oh. 
So when she got home, she what are found. What you doing to me? Jenny? I know. <laughs> so she found every Bruce Springsteen song she could play, and so Adam responded. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he started he started singing the lyrics, and so by using Bruce's music, um, they got him to out of his shell that he could talk. They used lyric sheets for. That was his writing lessons. He would copy Springsteen lyrics so he could learn to write. Those were his sight words. And now then, he's uh, 11 or 12, and one of the reasons I interviewed him is they were trying to have a campaign that when Bruce was in New Zealand earlier this year in Australia, right. they would meet him, and, and it worked. Adam did get to meet him. Oh, so, see, you know, I didn't catch that part of the story because yeah. I remember when you were doing all this yeah. and we posted that special yeah. episode about it. I forgot that he met him. Yes, he did. What a great story. Oh, it my god! It was. And, uh, but what really touched me, Rob, and this is a parent, I asked Jamie, I said, do you think Adam was happy when he was three or four and he was in that shell? And she says, as a mom, I hope he was, but I don't think he was. And I said, so not only has Bruce Springsteen's music literally gave your son a voice, but he has brought joy to his life. Oh. And she said, I would agree. So that's Miracle 2. So my yeah. brother-in-law says, okay. So you're making con- a, a case for sainthood at this yes, point. Yes, that's that exactly – that okay. is what Clayton said. He says, that's Miracle number 2. I think we get on the phone to Rome and go, hey, I don't know if we need to wait till Bruce's passes. Maybe we get this canonized <laughs> right now. All right. Um, so – and then um, I'll, I'll give one more, and, it, and on a funner note um, – Jessica, once again, was down under, and she happened – this was her first Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen concert ever. She happened to bring her phone, and she took a selfie, and it was the selfie that went around the world. It is right. – um, it was a picture of Bruce, and it looked posed, where he was pointing directly at her and her face, and it was in clear and – that's that an was, amazing photo. In fact, we used it as the image for the did. episode. And we, you know, and what was funny about that is, you know, she didn't even know till later that night. She went, oh, I wonder how my pictures came out. And you see this. And um, she was a fun discussion. And I also got a lot of satisfaction. I asked her, she's working on her doctorate. And I said, so are you going to slip in Springsteen? lyrics in your thesis and she said um i wasn't before but now that you brought it up i think that's an excellent idea so i felt really good that maybe i had helped um inspire or slash corrupt a uh someone studying working on their doctor jesse you could be responsible for springsteen becoming part of a peer-reviewed journal <laughs> yes exactly that is amazing yes and then in general terms, Rob, I love the theme episodes. You mentioned the cage matches. That's a lot of fun to have, you know, two beloved songs being debated by, you know, me and yeah. a fan. Um, we had a whole series of people uh, that went to the book signings and they shared that experience. Um, so, you know, I try to keep the show 
vital, and I'm always thinking of different ways to do the show. Um, I, I believe that, I've said this many times, I believe every Springsteen fan has a story, and my goal is to capture all of them. Um, and, you know, so that's why I continue to do the show. I love the show. But I do try to think of different ways to make my audience hopefully enjoy it and share this this passion and this love of not only Bruce Springsteen, but music as well. Yeah, I think it totally works. Well, obviously, I mean, we we have nothing but good things to say about your show. And once again, as somebody who's not a Springsteen fan, I really enjoy listening to the show. So I think I think that's a real testament to what it is. Yeah, and I th I think that I give a lot of credit to my guests. I I have been complimented a couple of times, and I think it's very kind that I tend to get the best out of people, and I'm a good interviewer, and and I humbly accept whatever praise people give me. But I think it truly is just the guests, and I think you know you ask the right questions, and and you get them sharing their passion. Um, you know, it makes for a very easy, you know, interview to give. Yeah. And uh, so it's wonderful. And, you know, I'm kind of excited about episode 100 coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can imagine. I can imagine. So have you got other uh, special types of shows in mind, special event type things that you do want to do? That's a great question. I I'd like to do some more cage match episodes. Um, I love doing the theme episodes with Jay, um, though he always overthinks things and has this very wonderful, complex, you know, metric that he's done to build his. And I just picked, you know, five random songs that fit the category. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, you mentioned the new thing. Um, Don and I are loving Love Street. Um, kind of our own version of a dedication show where we play clips of songs and, you know, we give let Bruce Springsteen fans or fans of other songs dedicate songs to each other. It's a little bit of Casey Kasem's long distance dedication as a sure. child of the 70s. You know, I remember that. Um, so I, I would I and I'm you know, my goal is to try to find a few other you know, musicians and talk about things. Um, I I also want to, I'd like to do more cross promotions with other podcasts. Um, I've reached out to a couple people that are outside of our network and I, I've thrown this open to everyone in our network, but there was um, a guy in a, on a Facebook page I joined that, you know, has a heavy metal show. And I said, you know, do you want to do a cross you want to do a crossover episode where, you know, you talk to me about the beauty of heavy metal and I talk to you about, you know, Bruce Springsteen and share that. Um, I, I'd like to do more of that. I'd like to do, um, you know, maybe with some of our TV or film episodes, you know, things to do. I have Pat um, who does a does a wonderful Game of Thrones blog. And he has agreed to be on the show, and we're going to talk about music in Game of Thrones, um, love the different that. themes, and that you know how they've used in the different houses. So, I, so I'm always trying to find an angle of how we could, in this umbrella of Bruce Springsteen, and and I always tell people, yes, it's a Bruce Springsteen podcast, but I try to, I'm not opposed to going out in the other parts of music and in a very genre 
general group of, you know, if it's about music and it's about people's lives, I, I want to hear that. Um, yeah. So, you know. Yeah. And in fact, you've got my, my, my head going there a little bit. Uh, when you were talking about the Game of Thrones idea, I have a friend that is an expert on Doctor Who and Star Wars music, and he's a double bass expert, I believe. Okay. Uh, I interviewed him about Doctor Who music at the Blue Box one night, and it was fascinating. So now I know I have to connect you guys. Right. I, I think that would be amazing to talk about that. So I, I'm hoping to do more of that, and I'm hoping that um, – you know, Kevin Long has been on the show and he's talked about his his dad and Pink Floyd and and I've been on his show. So I'm always open to the other members of the family to say, you know, I, I'm I'd love to join your show and kind of cross promote and, and share these passions. Um, sure. So, yeah, that would be good. Um, I will steal the line from uh, the guys from Rockin' the Servers. He said, Please go rate and review the episode so our wives will let us keep doing the podcast. Because <laughs> uh, right now, he says, right now, they think they're just talking to each other. So uh, Linda laughed at that. So I'm like, I'm going to start doing that. Like, I'm going to say, okay, Linda lets me play as long as she knows people are enjoying it. So please right, let right. me know. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess that is kind of the uh, the tell. Yes. You know, <laughs> that's exactly. a way of saying, look, somebody actually listened. Exactly. Very good. And well, Jesse, what, and, what other thoughts do you want to throw out there about this episode 100? Well, I, I I've talked about this a little bit, but I want to restress, um, you know, as most of the listeners know, and I try not to talk about it all the time, but it is hard not to that, you know, into February I was um, hospitalized and, by the 1st of March, I found out, hey, you have a tumor. And then the next day, oh, by the way, it's cancerous. And then, oh, by the way, um, you know, have a blood clot and we can't operate on you. And then we can't operate you. And I'm now, th I've done three of eight sessions of chemo. And I have to tell you, the podcast community and the Bruce Springsteen community have sent me so much love and so much support and um, Facebook messages. And I, I've shared this, Rob, to a couple of people, and I'd like to do it um, kind of publicly. I went through a spell where I was unemployed for nine months. And I will candidly say, people saying, you're in my prayers, got a little old. I'm like, OK, yeah. how about 20 bucks? You know, can you buy a tank of gas? And so, you know, or do you know someone who may want to hire someone? I mean, I appreciate the prayers, but a little more practical help might be appreciated. Um, when you're laying in a hospital and you've got a tube up your nose to try to get, you know, the stuff out of your stomach so you won't be nauseous or when you're worrying about going in surgery and chemo. Every message that said, I'm praying for you, I felt that love. Yeah. I, it, it truly, I, I felt I did not feel alone. And Chris and Linda also said that they were so appreciative. And everyone, you know, not just locally, but across the world was sending this love and prayers for me. And I felt it. So I, I think that's as cool as it is to talk about how many times you've seen Bruce Springsteen and, you know, should 
um, you know, should Glory Days or Dancing in the Dark, you know, which is the least obnoxious, you know, Bruce pop song. And that's all fun to talk about. But there is a sense of love among this, you know, Springsteen fandom. And I'm sure that's true in other fandom. But since I'm immersed in Bruce Springsteen, it's just pretty special, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you said something about that. And Jesse, we we were pretty shocked when all the news came down. Uh, but we were just so happy to see that you're you're going forward and you're fighting this. And we, on this end, not only are pouring the love out at you, but we see the love getting poured out at you, which is just, it's, it's so inspiring. Thank you, Rob. You know, I... I get a lot of compliments and I, I'm kind of surprised that, well, God, you're doing it with such a great attitude and at least you have your sense of humor. And I'm like, do you not know me? Of course I am. I mean, you know, there, there is, um, you know, I believe Bruce Springsteen's song about better days and these are the better days. And I, I believe life is a journey and you have to enjoy that both the, good and the bad of the journey and treasure it because you know it it is we all hope for an afterlife but you know right now all we know is we have right near here and now and so um i appreciate the love i i feel it with you and martha and i'm so proud of molly i mean i i feel like you know we always make the joke that we're the uncle podcast on the doctor <laughs> who and so right. yeah so it's thank you sir i appreciate it well, Jesse, I, I I think that's about it for me. I mean, okay. I just I, I can't wait to hear what the next uh, hundred episodes are. Yeah, uh, and I can't wait to see all the hardware you get for all the, the from all the awards you're going to win. Well, thank uh, you, sir. So, Jesse, any final thoughts from you? Yeah. Um. So I'm uh we I'm not sure yet how we're going to release this, but um I do have a pretty special episode. Um, uh, Vinny. Mad Dog Lopez, who is a founding member of the E Street Band. He actually was the drummer of the band that Bruce was in before he formed the E Street Band. And when the E Street Band, um, he played drums on Bruce's first two albums. And when the E Street Band was inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, Vinny was one of those members. He was on stage and they talked about it. Well, he joined me for um, an interview. And so that will be coming out at the same time we're doing this. And I could tell you, Rob, having – and I keep telling everyone, oh, you mean my good friend Vinny, founding member of the East Street Band and member of the Rock Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> right. uh, that was – that's a pretty special, and I, I think the listeners are going to really love it. We We did not dwell a lot on him leaving the band. I asked him before we hit record. He says that's all anyone wants to talk about, and I said then we're not going to. I want to talk about your love of music, and I want to talk about your musical journey. And uh, he told some great Bruce stories, but he also told a lot of stories about Southside Johnny and and playing music and growing up in Jersey. And he's a caddy for a guy who's actually going to play in the U.S. Senior Open. So he's a caddy for yes, him. Yes, he yes, and they his oh, his. His golfer, the guy he is caddied with for over 20 years, actually won the New Jersey qualifier round, and he is going to be playing in the Senior U.S. Open. So, wow. great story. So, yeah, that's it. And so I just want to end with, 
I just appreciate the listeners and all their support um, when you, you know, retweet it and when you, you know, comment on it and you share it on your Facebook page and everything. It really does make a difference because um, we do this out of love, but we want the we want people to enjoy it. We want people to have fun listening to the story, to be touched by it. And so um, without that feedback, you know, we're kind of we haven't closed the loop. Sure. Yes. Sure. Well said, Jesse. All right. Well, that's it for me. Now the listener can get a break and it'll go back to being Jesse Jackson on Set Lusting Bruce. Jesse, thank you again. Thank you so much for all you do for us. Thank you for this show. Thank you for being you. We we just we love you. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate it. Let's just not forget that there is magic in the night and no retreat, no surrender. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you for everything. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.